Today's episode of One Shining Podcast is brought to you by The Ringer. And also The Ringer Podcast Network, where there are other podcast folks. There, One Shining Podcast is not the only podcast that exists here at TheRinger.com. Um, there are other shows such as... I'm blanking. Do you guys... Get, Fill me in, Tate. Against All Odds. Against All Odds is one of them, yes. That's possibly um, recording today. I have not heard anything yet, yes. so possibly recording today. Uh, against All Odds, gambling talk. Yes. Uh, there's also the Ringer NBA show, which you were a guest on. Uh, a little offended they didn't ask me to come on. I told okay. Gonzalez that, and he said he didn't know that you were watching NBA basketball. Oh, Titus because, is an NBA guy? <laughs> no, because he listens to our podcast, and it's yeah. like, I thought that Titus was that adamant was against the NBA. Yeah. And I told him, uh, you know, reality, podcasting, then, two different did things. You, did you screenshot uh, the, the Webster's definition? of shtick and send it to him and say, John, let me teach you a little thing about this business kid. I, people love that. When, when guys he said, are, I'm on dad, yeah, I can't get it. Yeah, when guys are guys who are older than you and more experienced than you and better than you mm-hmm. at something and you kind of condescendingly tell them how to do, how the run, the, how the industry works. People, they I, love that. It's a good thing. Yeah, should, I'm, sure, I'm sure that works out well for a lot of people. Yeah, I'm going to start doing that and see how that uh, works. Also on the ringer.com, you can find Game of Thrones coverage. It's a show on HBO. Uh, with dragons and shit. And it's the best and romantic comedy going on HBO <laughs> really at the is. moment. It has, uh, you just showed me this video of, uh, I, I don't know. Whatever. I have turned completely on this series and it started, you know, during season seven, honestly, as, as they start, as they lost the books and started writing their own right. television show, it became uh, quite a weird thing. But I showed you Amelia Clark, Natalie Emanuel and Grey Worm, who I can't remember. Grey, his, no, his name's Grey Worm. That's, <laughs> no, his name. That's his name. He's Grey actually Worm. a rapper, I believe, like in real life. He's a singer. And the Grey Definitely Worm. A singer, titty yeah. Boy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. It goes by Titty Boy or Booby Boy. Uh, they had this video where they're asked about the final of the series and they're like, best season yeah. ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like as if they know. So yeah. uh, take that for what it is. Yeah, it's uh, uh, Game of Thrones, is, it, it's become hilarious at this point. Yes. Yeah. It's very funny. Here's one thing: I, it, every, everyone, my every, everyone I know, all my friends, um, which don't include you guys, but uh, <laughs> everyone else, uh, they ask me what my thoughts are. Who's going to end up on the Iron Throne? And I tell them all the same. I think like everyone has a, an obvious. It, I tell it, them who cares at this point. Who cares? But Where also, are the White Walkers? I feel like blow it up. <laughs> it looks like every every week it feels like it's going to be this person, then this person, this person, and it's a done deal. It's going to happen this way. And I'm telling you guys, when this the dust settles, is, this person is going to have sex with this person. This person is going to fall in love with this person. When the dust settles, it's going to be Mick Cronin. I'm very confident. <laughs> Wearing a yellow then, UCLA shirt. And then the King's Landing, whoever the the people that wrote, the people at King's Landing are going to say, "We got our man," mm-hmm. and they're going to celebrate as though that was the man. <laughs> it's they Mick Cronin the and Aaron Aflalo standing <laughs> at the top. Oh uh, shit. Um, Tate, the the uh, trial of the century that people cannot <laughs> stop talking about has concluded ish the arguments are done i don't know what all the legal terms are but the, they're done arguing they're done yelling uh christian dawkins are you is talking done. about Lori laughlin yeah, right. is, she, is she done christian dawkins is done saying i didn't know i couldn't do that mm-hmm. uh everyone's done the, the talking is Meryl, over merle coat said i misinterpreted the rules yes. continually um the talking is all over uh we're waiting on the verdict uh we, we are recording this it is 9 18 Local time, twelve eighteen uh, Eastern time, where the where the court's going on. It's Tuesday. As so, of eleven a.m., um, we were we were told that there yeah. is no verdict. 
So I'm sure by the time we get done recording, there will be a verdict. But what, are you searching it right now? I, Is it? So I, I've done this for the last couple of weeks. I Google NCAA basketball in the news tab. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. Literally nothing. nothing. Yeah. I'm looking it's at the tennis. Trial, it's I'm the trial of the century. <laughs> Softball. It's, you Google NCAA basketball <laughs> scandal and it's like. You forget that Google sponsors the NCAA tournament. Right. So they're like, yeah. uh, let's go ahead and wipe that. You Google NCAA basketball scandal and it's talking about the Kyle guy, Auburn foul. And <laughs> Virginia, <laughs> they won it. Virginia won it. Are we sure they deserved it? It's like, what? Clean program. Uh, all right, so we're gonna we're gonna talk about that. Uh, Sean Miller was on a wiretap, or was he? We don't know. Hmm. He hmm. was. Release the tapes. <laughs> Release the tapes. Uh, we're gonna talk about that a little bit, and then there was this big story. Uh, I, I brought up Mick Cronin. There's a big story after last podcast we did that the, the LA Times uh, published the the deep dark history. Mm-hmm. I, I forget what the headline was, but that's how I interpreted it. The deep dark underbelly of the UCLA coaching search, and there were some nuggets in there. Long, and we want to strange. UCLA. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to we're going to talk about some of the stuff that was in there cuz there were a lot of done deals that were not done deals mm-hmm. and a lot of uh a lot of interesting stuff came out of that. So uh we'll get to all of that, throw in some playoff talk, I'm sure, and see whatever the hell else comes up cuz it is the off season. But first, drop the bag. All right, last week I said this week's show had a, a chance to be an all-timer. I told the people, Tate, tune in next week. We have something lined up that could be very fun. It could get the people very excited. Sorry, guys. And, uh, and Kyle and let us Kyle down again. let us down. Kyle blew it. <laughs> Kyle Kyle it. <laughs> We've been memphis by Kyle. Should we, should we say what the plan was? Because we're still going to do it. Yes. I guess it doesn't have to be a surprise. We're going to have Rosillo on. Uh, we we talked to Rosillo. He he was really excited to come on. And he and said, then, I'm going to the Willie um, Nelson concert. Willie Nelson. So we texted him last night and we were like, Rosillo, can you come on? And uh he's like, I went to the Willie Nelson concert. And we said, How high are you? And he said, Yes. And then <laughs> <laughs> we're like, So is that a no? And he said, Yes. And then we're like, that's confusing. And then he texted two hours later and said, Did you guys hear that? <laughs> Did you see him on Twitter, by the way? Someone called him out about uh, like House being in his spot for Bill's pod. Um, and someone was like, man, uh, what happened to Rosillo? What do you mean then, somebody? Bill called him yeah, out. Yeah, Bill called him out. But <laughs> but I'm saying he quote tweeted someone on Twitter. Bill, Bill. It was Bill. Oh, it was Bill? <laughs> Bill, Bill basically was like, yeah. That really, was Bill? Really I didn't wanted, even look at who tweeted. <laughs> he really wanted to do an NBA show with Rosillo, but he went to a Willie Nelson concert. So instead we have House. Oh, dude, that was that was Bill's tweet? That's and hilarious. And then was like, this feels sort of like a slight. Well, Rosillo then did the humble brag of like, when when you know someone who's the stage manager of or whatever it was, I was dying. And it's two Super Bowls or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh man. <clears throat> Excuse me. So we were gonna have we were gonna have Rosillo on, but then uh, Willie Nelson happened. I saw Willie Nelson in concert a, a year ago, by the way, in Cincinnati because I went to see Sturgill Simpson, uh, who fucking rocks. Sturgill Simpson's my favorite. Um, <laughs> what? Well, Kyle, he looked I, at me because he knew I didn't know who he was talking. Well, about. no, I was, talking about, I was no. checking. So no, we know that you don't know. We we, we made it clear. Jim Jim <laughs> told me is that, he Eric Church. <laughs> kind of ish, same okay. vein, right. but better. Um, <laughs> oh, I do like Eric Church sure a lot, though. Uh, but uh, as Jim Cunningham told me once, Tate Tate does not like any music that has a guitar. <laughs> if it has a guitar, you're out. I don't mind a ukulele, yeah. but a uh, guitar, yeah, you know, yeah, too th- much. no guitar. Um, so I went to a Sturgill Simpson concert, and uh, he he was like actually opening for Willie, and then Willie was how many Super Bowl championships? Willie was horrible. 
Willie was very bad. Really? So that's my review. What? Yeah, it was it was sad because I I love Willie Nelson. I I my that's like the only guy my dad listens to. So I grew up listening to a lot of Willie Nelson. I was like, this will be awesome. Is he just out of breath? What happened? He's just he's as it turns out, he's, an very, old old. he's old. very old. He's very very old. So I'm curious to see what uh, Rasilla's thoughts were. Um, yeah. Anyway, Rasilla was not here today. So <laughs> what city did you see him in? That's always oh, Cincinnati. A, okay. Yeah. Well, that might have been. Well, he didn't shine it. I show up for for L.A. He's two for Texas. seven in the Midwest. Oh you know, he's got two good shows, and the rest of them he sort of just anywhere keeps it going. in Texas and in L.A. and Hawaii. Those are the places I'll show up for. The rest of them just cash them checks and keep them moving. <laughs> That's his philosophy. It's a Willie time. Speaking um, of cashing checks, yes, good segue. <laughs> wow, good segue. You guys are good. At this. Uh, Sean Miller. Your thoughts? Uh, he the, the the wiretap comes. First of all, fuck Sean Miller. Let's let's talk about the real story here. <laughs> Mark Schlebach writes an article <laughs> with Jeff Borzello on ESPN, um, saying that that Christian Dawkins is caught talking to Book Richardson mm-hmm. on a wiretap, mentioning Sean, how Sean Miller is paying DeAndre Ayton ten thousand dollars a month at Arizona, um, and. I think this wiretap actually exists. This one exists. I think they're. The, I don't think they're actually going to release the tapes. I wish they would release the hashtag release the tapes. Uh, but I think it exists. I think it's pretty clear that it exists. Other people are saying it exists. This wiretap. The feds are saying it exists. This is not. <laughs> Other people. Is not the, the, first, the FBI. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Um, and I just want to say that we we live in a world now where Mark Schley, Mark Schleybach might be right. They're they're indirectly now. He's still wrong. the the first wire The first story of Sean Miller being on a wiretap, offering a hundred thousand dollars to DeAndre Ayton. That's it, not quite what this is, but we're getting closer, Tate. And I just want to say that this is like we're we're getting closer to Schleybach being vindicated. We're getting closer as more time goes by. We've talked about this on the last few pods of Patino getting back in the game, mm-hmm. back in the sidelines. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're two years away from both of these, maybe not even two years, maybe one year away from both these guys being vindicated. And we're going to have a world where Mark Schlebach is like the lead. He He's up there with the Holy Trinity at Yahoo of bag dropping journalism. And he's like actually credible. And people are going to him and they're like, Mark, what are you hearing on these streets? And Rick Pitino's on the sidelines of like a power conference school. And it warms my heart. It really does. Just to, to see for for everyone listening that's just having a rough go at life just just think about these two men these stories the the the, the trials they mm-hmm. kept their heads down rick patino gets fired a lot of people in that position would just go away right off into the sunset say shrug your shoulders say fuck they got me i guess it's time to move on the man tweeted through it starts his twitter account <laughs> shouts out his petuitos drink casamigos through drinks it drinks yes. casamigos starts the podcast and he's tweeting through it and he's and he's good same thing with Schlebach. He goes off Twitter. He goes radio silent for a few months. He's like, Fuh, what did I do? And he's like, you know what? I'm going to tweet through it. I'm going to keep writing these stories. He kept writing the stories, Tate. It's hilarious. Like, if, if that was me, I would shit my pants. I would be like, I messed this up horrifically. I'm out of the game. Start I got to go. business or yeah, something, right? Yeah, I got to go. <laughs> exactly. I got to get the hell out of this. He was like, nah, I'll just tweet through it. I'll, I'll just keep writing these articles on bag dropping, and one of them's going to stick, and I'll be goddamned. He did it. And it's it's inspirational for for everyone listening. There are a lot of people out there that that are just having a rough go at life, Tate. And I just want to say that if these two men can make it through, you can too. And that's that's how I wanted to start this conversation because it's amazing. You can do it. That's all you can say. And we should say this: in the realm of college basketball, it has been a story of redemption from the start of the season. With yes. Virginia going from losing to a 16 seed to going to win a national championship. In the same way, Mark Schleybach, Rick Pitino, they were on the same it's run. Happening. They got beat by a 16 seed. 
in yep. life, yep. which was, uh, you know, one, hookers. lying about a wiretap possibly <laughs> being real, and hookers, hookers cocaine, and, you yeah. know, the other trifecta of all that in life, <laughs> which is bag dropping. Yeah, oh, yeah, bag <laughs> dropping. Uh, and now, on the other side of that, we take a year later, year removed, and they're they're on top. And it's they're amazing. Back. And uh, it's good news for Dickie V. Dickie V was very excited about everything coming out about Sean Miller. And I think what we really need to do, <laughs> it's amazing to me that, Dickie V can look at Sean Miller and Rick Pitino and differentiate between yeah, the two. Yeah, hilarious. <laughs> you know, like one guy is a bad guy, one him. guy is a good really guy. Do. But it also blurs the line of what is good and evil. You know, we, we used to always think there was a good and an evil, and now we know that there's good and evil. There's, you know, layers to everyone. Uh, Dickie V showed us that, so that's always nice. Uh, this was supposed to be an unprecedented federal case mm-hmm. that we're going to learn about all this sort of stuff that's going to come out. And... It has come back to defense attorney Steve Haney. If you haven't kept up with the case, he is defending. And by the way, nobody has kept up with the case. No this, kept, is the, this is the point. Kyle, yeah. Kyle is trying to keep up I with the case. I can't find this shit on the internet. Can, can, I, can I say, can I cut you off? And I can because I, I you know, that's oh. how this podcast works is I just cut people off. Uh, I want to, I, I want to complain to the journalists of the world and we'll get back to, we'll get back to this, but uh, all these fucking articles are are just like retreads. They're just running on the the. It's like a. a, a I have a retread. Pig. I'm gonna bring up. Here okay, in a go few ahead. Minutes. I'm sorry. I, no, 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 no. Cut you off. No, the retread that I have that keeps being put in all these articles, and I and I think you're pointing this out. I brought it up to you before the podcast. Every single one of these articles throws in this sentence, and I and I'm gonna read the sentence because it is something. Uh, are you saying there's plagiarism going on? Yeah, I mean, pretty much. This is an academic fraud. Parentheses North Carolina <laughs> or child molestation. <laughs> Parentheses, Penn State. Cases that unfolded outside the traditional scope of NCAA authority. <laughs> this keeps getting put into all these reports. And and let me just say this. I talk about differentiations of layers <laughs> and range. I don't know, man. There's kinda... a spectrum. I don't think those are on the same spectrum. I don't think giving That's people debatable. B pluses for learning about the history of African Americans in this country. Well, learning, learning, quote unquote. Reading, writing, <laughs> on occasion. Listening. Eh, listening. Allegedly. They didn't have to go to class, but they could read in their free time. Or child molestation? <laughs> like, stop putting that. Stop doing that. Mm. Stop pin stating us. Back to your point. Well, no, my, that was that's kind a of, retread. I don't like. That was kind of my point. Is like, uh, you, if even if you want to look up like what the new developments are, you don't know what's new because every article spends the first five paragraphs saying the same shit. They're like, in federal court today, investigating the corruption into college basketball. Merle Code, a B level player, and Christian Dawkins, a B minus level player. <laughs> They were they were originally arrested on these dates and these were the de- and it's like we all we already know all of this mm-hmm. and so I just get deja vu when I'm reading all these articles I'm like in I, June I of they, 2017 yes. Sean Miller was on the phone it's like, with it's, blah, 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 it's blah, like blah. if yes. if if it's like every show is previously on previously on Game of Thrones and then instead <laughs> Law and of order. instead of instead of it being like a two minute thing and then we get to the real <laughs> episode it's like the 57 minutes of a recap and then they tag on like a new scene at the very end and that's kind of how this whole thing is played out and that's what makes it hard for people to give a shit as well um, because yeah anyway go back to your point I, f- I feel bad now no don't feel bad <laughs> my point is basically this now screw the jury we don't need yeah. a, now, now it's in the hands of the jury <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we don't need the jury <laughs> be a great lawyer <laughs> My brother is a lawyer, so one of us, we're one for two in the family. Screw the jury. <laughs> Screw the jury. You Your know Honor, what I, mean? I say this. <laughs> to hell with the jury. <laughs> I'm using the Steve. That's what Steve Haney's doing for Christian Dawkins. 
You know what we should do? This should have been a TV show. Like, you know, at this point, it is almost pure comedy. The FBI is investing. Put it on Judge Judy. You want people to watch? You want the trial of the century? Let Judge Judy, who she learns the laws of the state or the county or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, the, the trial is, you know, or whatever, the, the act. The, the, the quote, laws or whatever. <laughs> the laws. And then she makes an executive decision. And we need we yeah. need someone in there. We need Condoleezza sitting there taking notes. And we need Judge Judy making a decision mm-hmm. and saying, and you're corrupt, it's over. It's a wrap. Yeah. Because Steve Haney right now, he's basically arguing, he's looking at the jury. Did you see? This is the quote he said. Essentially, all this sounds like a bunch of NCAA rules violations to us. <laughs> yeah. That's the argument. The argument is basically, why am I dealing with the FBI right. when these are NCAA rules? And jury, take that for what it is. Don't take us to jail. Let us deal with the NCAA. And the NCAA is like, oh, shit. We got to, oh, yeah, yeah. oh what do you say? Huh? Yeah. What do you say? We're not yeah, there. Meanwhile, the NCAA is like, we need, we need <laughs> you to be guilty by the FBI so then we can punish you. Because if you're not, then we don't know what to do. Exactly. And, yeah. So, so this thing's going to restart next year, you think? What's, what does that mean? <laughs> like, I just think happens. it's the greatest defense I've ever heard. He's basically like... You don't have. This I think isn't the, whole, your game. the whole situation is the Mexican standoff, where uh, the, the yes, the, you know, what's the, the office gif? Yes, where they, they got Dwight, the guns up. Michael, yeah, yeah and, and Andy, and Andy, and they all got the guns up. That's exactly what's happening. But this happened last and year. In kind of not this exact thing, but it was like holy shit, right? <laughs> it's like, God yes. damn it, yes, Kyle. This is this is this is like Kyle. Uh, this is the Kyle's guy of the week situation, where like we ask Kyle, we're like, what what's on your radar with college basketball? This is it, where Kyle's like, what, isn't, isn't everybody supposed to go to jail? Wasn't this supposed to happen like a year and a half ago? Like, what's going on? Somehow, like, Christian Dawkins is becoming a martyr in the case, according um, to the defense attorney. Can can I point out my favorite parts of, of this? I, so I read the Schleybach article. I'm, I'm faithful to him. I love him. We know this. Um, and uh, these are my favorite points that were brought up in this. Um, first of all, I, I, I don't know how much we talked about this when the thing initially happened, but I, we, we briefly mentioned this FBI agent who was going undercover. Um because when the story broke about uh, the agent who was spending the the money that he was given for the case, he was basically gambling it and yes. going to strip clubs and stuff. <laughs> so we talked about that. I, f- I feel like we glossed over the fact that the guy had an alias, a pseudonym, whatever you want to call it. D'Angelo. Jeff D'Angelo. Which is which hysterical. Is the D'Angelo Vickers of, yeah. of making up a name. And like, just, they definitely let him make up that name. I wanted to, I wanted to just like bring up... Um, just the, the absurdity of that, and like how 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 much time did he spend workshopping that with his buddies, Jeff, to land on Jeff D'Angelo as his. And you know how he spells it, right? What D and a- then apostrophe, <laughs> capital A Angelo. It was it was it was D'Angelo and Jill Bailey, and they never took the witness stands. So basically, Christian Dawkins' defense attorney, his like final argument is like one: these are NCAA rules and violations that we're breaking. So yeah. you know, kiss our ass. Number two, you got Jeff D'Angelo, <laughs> Jeff D'Angelo and Jill Bailey, and they're not even getting like asked questions. D'Angelo's somewhere in Costa Rica doing whatever, having a good time. Jeff D'Angelo, and when the thirty for thirty gets made on this scandal, when when the big documentary gets made, um, I just want to say whoever's making it, if you don't get Jeff D'Angelo in this thing mm-hmm. and explaining how he chose the name Jeff D'Angelo, your movie's incomplete. And if you don't soundtrack the Rick Pitino twenty thirteen Louisville part with D'Angelo yeah. tracks, you're really you're really blowing. <laughs> but it. it gets better, Tate, because also in the articles mentioned that uh, Preston Murphy, the Creighton assistant who got caught up in all this and Christian Dawkins, um, they, so the, the, the thing that this is, this is part of Dawkins's angle too, is that he's saying that he never actually bribed the coaches because the FBI basically 
Um, D'Angelo posed as Jeff D'Angelo posed as uh, a guy who was trying to funnel money through Christian Dawkins. He would then take that money and bribe the coaches and then steer the players. It was, it was a whole, the money would just trickle down from Jeff D'Angelo, right? That's how. And so one of the arguments that Dawkins is making is that I didn't actually, I, I took your money. Yes. There's no question about that, but I just put it in my pocket and I, I realized quickly that like, you have no idea what the fuck's going on. And I could just make up players and make up situations mm-hmm. and you'll pay me money and I'll just take the money and run, uh, which may actually have happened, honestly, in a lot of cases. Um, but one example of this is that he said that the Cre- Creighton assistant coach Preston Murphy and Dawkins invented a player named Marcus Phillips and they got $6,000 from a meeting with Jeff D'Angelo. <laughs> so Marcus Phillips, the, 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 are, are any of these people real is the question. <laughs> is Christian Dawkins real? Is Sean Miller real? Are we real? Well, it's hilarious because they're in that meeting with you know, quote unquote, Jeff D'Angelo, and they're making up a player, a player and they're like, "What an idiot!" Yeah, right. And meanwhile, Jeff D'Angelo is wearing a a, a tape, uh, he's wearing a, a mic, and he's like sitting there, and he's like, "What a bunch of idiots!" <laughs> 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 like both those guys left that room, like, "What an idiot!" <laughs> and they're both right. They're Everybody's both right. an idiot. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. I want to continue. I have more quotes from Steve Haney. This is his final final thing. He Uh, said, this case has no soul, (laughs) which is good. I like that line. And he said, it did when the government made it up, which it did, and it never will. Oh, my God. Sean Miller, I have never paid a recruit, and I never will. Yeah, I've never paid a recruit to attend (laughs) the University of Arizona. Um Oh my God! I, by, by the way, Bob Knight's upset. He he, 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 he started laughing. <laughs> Just the mention of Bob Knight. Um, no way, is he? Do you know? Uh, yeah, Bob Knight's upset. Uh, breaking news. Um, did, did you know? You know the story. Bob Knight invented a guy named Ivan Ranko, like in the nineties. I think it was like ninety three ish. Like basically when when Knight was in his heyday, with the early nineties, and mm-hmm. then the wheels started to fall off, and then he choked a guy. Um, but in the early 90s, he invented a guy named Ivan Ranko. I forget what country he was supposed to be from, like Yugoslavia or something. And it was basically, it was just a, a, a hoax to get all these recruiting services. Because he, he realized, like, the, the, the premise was that um, all these people that release these recruiting magazines and give five-star ratings and rank all the players and all that stuff. They don't know they, anything. They don't know anything. Mm-hmm. So he, he just went public about how he got a commitment from a kid named Ivan Ranko, and he's really excited about it. And this kid can do it all. And he basically described him as like he was Dirk Nowitzki, and um, like people were losing their minds. And then he started popping up as like in like top twenty lists as like the guy who signed with Indiana, and the kid never existed. So that's just a little side. So part. Bob Knight was the original troll yeah. back in the day. Bob Knight invented the the college basketball alias, the the, the fake players. I wonder how much money he got out of that. <laughs> <laughs> At least six thousand um, dollars. There's also this nugget that uh, came from the wiretap, Book Richardson, and and I think this is why Richardson should get fired. Screw the the paying the players and getting caught up in the FBI stuff. He should get fired for this quote alone, that he was on a wiretap. If, if I'm Arizona, I fire him for this. He says, quote, you're going to get Raleigh Hawkins. He's going to be a first rounder, Richardson told Manish, Manish Sood and others during the meeting at a New York hotel. Alonzo Trier should get him. DeAndre Ayton, we're working on him. But the, uh, the nugget in there is, you're going to get Raleigh Hawkins. He's going to be a first rounder. Raleigh Hawkins uh, was not a first-rounder, Tate. He was not a second-rounder. He was not an any-rounder. This man was undrafted. So, um, yeah. I guess he was just kind of hyping up his own guy, but I, I I thought that was funny that he's on cold cold takes exposed. He's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like fucking idiot. Putting his last name, Colin, and then taking it and tweeting it out. That'd be great. <laughs> Raleigh Hawkins is a first-round pick. <laughs> Raleigh Hawkins is favoriting it. <laughs> you remember me. 
I mean, Raleigh uh, Hawkins was a, I mean, he was a big enough recruit, I guess, to feel like he's like a Rodney Purvis type recruit where it's like everyone knew about him somehow going yeah. into it. So I guess that's why you think he's going to be a first round pick. He could have been a first rounder, I suppose, yes. if he stuck around and actually like, uh, was good. <laughs> no, he, he was, he was a really good college player. He, that's that. Uh, but, um, have we done the math yeah. on, so we always thought, and we all, our basically, our big thing to debunk DeAndre Ayton at Arizona for a hundred thousand dollars on the wiretap was that that's not enough money because we right. know that. 250 is usually the range. So if you're paying him $10,000 a month, that's that's how less many, than 100,000. Well, how many months was he there getting the $10,000, right? It would have to be more than 10 for it to be over 100,000. <laughs> but I'm still saying I am now perplexed that it was so cheap for DeAndre Aiden right. to go to Arizona. He actually was right. a bargain. We're back we're so back no to So no wonder their... he didn't try against Buffalo. He's it's, like I'm not getting paid. Mm, if I'm not getting paid, I'm supposed to get paid. Mm, you know? That's a good point. Yeah. Um, well, that, that ten thousand is so not enough. Are you saying that? Are you saying that you don't believe the? the you don't believe the, the? You don't believe Richardson's claim that the ten thousand? Or maybe Sean Miller is paranoid enough to know that he could be getting wiretapped. So he's mm-hmm. like, I'll just say it's ten thousand. These guys, yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> he's like, ten thousand sounds better. Booger Richardson's like, we did not pay him ten thousand. Are you fucking kidding me? We paid him twenty five thousand. I'm like, oh shit, sorry. <laughs> Wait, did I say that wrong? Oop. <laughs> That was off the record. <laughs> you can't. You can't. Haney, Haney also continues in his defense. And this is this relates back to us a little bit. He said, listen to the calls. Listen to the laughter. Listen to the mockery. Listen to, one listen to the podcast. sarcasm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Listen to One Shining Podcast. Yeah, nice. Nice. So they're laughing Thank at you. all this, too, just yeah, like we are. So, so if anyone, they're not mad. They're just laughing. I've, I've seen the Arizona fans get upset. You know, that all this stuff is coming out and they're obviously defending their program, defending Sean Miller, and they're arguing back Mm -hmm. and they're going after these journalists really hard uh, with all these reports coming out. Because like Matt, the big college basketball journalists have been tweeting in the actual trial, like what's happening. Yeah, Matt Norlander, love Matt Norlander to death. Uh, Good guy. Good guy. We'll say. Uh, Norlander, you're doing you're doing what I said earlier. You're you're spinning the wheels here. You're 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 lost in the the weeds. You're lost in the sauce of the, the trial. And um, I can't follow him anymore. Like I, I follow him. I still follow. I mean, like I can't follow the the timeline anymore because he's he's too academic with it. Is what I'm saying. I need I need like I need the new stuff. I need the 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 bam bam bam. And it's too much of like in federal court today. And you know, like people take their jobs too seriously. Is my problem. I need more people that are. You need less capital J's. I need I need less capital J's. I respect the capital J's, mm-hmm. but like it's 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 becoming like my brain can't take it. You need rural J's, like yeah. little J's. Yeah. I, I mean, I think it's one of those things where <laughs> I enjoy reading the tweets because I'm like, this is hilarious that Merle Code is basically like, yeah, Rick Pitino's an idiot. He had no idea that we were paying these kids. Yeah. And, they, and then Dicky V's like taking that tweet and he's like, see, see? what I've been telling you. <laughs> I bet, yeah, but <laughs> he's an idiot. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a way to validate. You're it's like, like a uh, what? Yeah, he's like, I've been trying to tell everybody this whole time. Rick what have we learned here? Everyone is an idiot that Everyone's is dealing with all this, and they're all laughing dude, about it, and that's why it's all a charade. It's should a, I write a book the about game. this yes. scandal called yes. Everyone's an Idiot? <laughs> yeah. The NCAA. The Idiot's Guide to NCAA The, the basketball. scandal that brought down college basketball, <laughs> except not really. And, and <laughs> that's the tagline. And then open the book on um, June 20th, 2017. So let's talk a little bit about You brought up Arizona fans getting upset about yes. um, not— about they're getting leave mad. Sean yes. alone. Mm-hmm. Leave Sean alone. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the, the flip side is people who aren't Arizona fans are like, how is this guy have his job? <laughs> it makes no sense. He's a cockroach. Like the the, the the world is getting nuked around him, and Sean Miller's still <laughs> still there, sweating through his shirt. <laughs> and I don't get it. How is it happening? Um, 
So I'm going to do my best to to explain why I think it's he still has his job, mm-hmm. um, which I I'm in agreement. Like it, it, it's it's obvious that he's paying players. It's it's complete. It's 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 beyond obvious. I think like even at this point, the NCAA has changed the rule to where, um, I, I mean for God's sakes, Book Richardson's on a wiretap. We know that, we know that Arizona's paying players. That is a fact. That at this point is a fact. Arizona men's basketball program was giving money to quote-unquote amateur players who then played in NCAA-sanctioned games. That is against the rules. We know that this happened. Uh, the question is, like, was Sean Miller paying them? Was, like, what was actually going on? All the all the details about the problem. But the, the NCAA has the new rule where, like, if if you're the head coach, you can't do that anymore, where you shrug your shoulders and you're like, I didn't know about this. You can't, you can't put your head in the sand anymore. So I don't really understand that part of it. But I will say, Sean, Sean Miller has still... <laughs> Sean Miller's played this perfectly with uh, his 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 fall guys. He has his fall guys in place. Um, even even because Book Richardson talking about Sean Miller paying a guy on a wiretap doesn't directly implicate Sean Miller. Mm-hmm. I could go on a wiretap and say anything about you. It doesn't necessarily mean it's true. Um, it's like this podcast. Have we be, can say yes. anything. It doesn't mean it's true. It We're just saying it's, it. true. it's allegedly. We're, yeah. Yes. <laughs> that should be the name of the pod. Just to let, uh, just put like everything is allegedly, and and then you don't have to ever clarify ever again. Um, but uh, uh, it, it, I think I think Arizona is learning from Louisville's mistake in firing Patino, which you know I'm not going to shed tears for Patino, but I understand why like Dickie V is clutching his pearls and Patino is feeling he's like an he got idiot. Slapped. Yeah, he's just an idiot. Um, which is that there was never there there was never the smoking gun, and so. Arizona, I think, is scared of that. If you fire Sean Miller, Sean Miller could sue Arizona for wrongful termination. And <laughs> it's sad that you said smoking gun, and I immediately thought it was a sexual reference to Rick <laughs> Um But but there's no direct day until you have Sean Miller. Like, but that but that's kind of what we got. The point we've gotten to is like Arizona fans. It it it, it, it that's what makes it hilarious. It's because Arizona fans know that the the, the original Schleybach report was wrong, so they think there's there's this 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 media crusade to take down. Arizona. No, it's, it was the government. It was yeah, the FBI, yeah, exactly. according to Steve. It goes Hain. all the way to the top. Yes. Um, so they think they think that that everyone has an axe to grind with Arizona, uh, and and I guess I understand the federal the government is it wants to get rid of Arizona basketball. Yes, that is the um, crux. So they think they think that all these stories until there's like an actual proof, but there is <laughs> kind of proof. Like we have proof that Sean Miller, like you, you know that this is happening. So I'm not saying I don't know. I'm not saying what? don't defend your program. I'm saying like. Just be smart about it. You don't want to be the you don't want to be the idiot that's that's stepping up for because this is what we said when, when Kentucky fans lost their minds at us when we were on Kentucky Sports Radio talking. But now about you're Calipari. talking to both sides. At the start of this podcast, no. you said you have to persevere and you have to say that is true, regardless of what no, that's you say. Sean, that's what Sean does. But hold on, let me make my point. Let me finish my point. Arizona basketball is bigger than Sean. What Miller. do we do, Titus? I'm talking to the Arizona fans. So it's two different things. Sean Miller, you persevere, buddy. You can put your head down. You get out there in those press conferences, deny, 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 and you might make it out of this alive. Arizona fans, what I'm telling them, they're saying I'm Dickie V in this situation. Arizona, no, Arizona fans are saying I listen, will defend this. Listen. Man. <laughs> the man is not the program. The program is the program. Fuck the man. The man, Sean Miller falls off. This is off not the, a coach's program. This is a player's program. A player's program. program. Yes. Sean Miller falls off the face of the earth. Arizona mm-hmm. basketball will still continue on. It'll still matter to the people of Tucson, the alumni. Arizona basketball is bigger than some sweaty man with a cough on the sideline dropping bags. <laughs> it is. So don't marry yourself to the man. Marry yourself to the program. And if the, the man is dirty... He gone. Kick his ass to the curb. That's that's what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying to Arizona. You don't want to be the guy who's like standing up for 
Sean fucking Miller. Like, come on, have more respect than that for yourself. But I understand because then if Sean Miller goes down, the, the program's probably going to be nuked for a few years, and you just don't want to go through that transition. But, like, that's that's my point. So, Sean Miller, my advice to you, Sean, if you're listening, uh, first of all, why? Um, but, yeah, keep your head down. Deny, deny, deny. You're, you're on the right track. Learn from what all these guys persevere. But the Arizona fans, that's that's what I'm saying is like this this thing where like you think that people saying Sean Miller's dirty is an attack on you personally. Like mm-hmm. people in Flagstaff, Arizona that love the Wildcats are on their Twitter and they're like, if someone says, I think Sean Miller paid players, they, they take it as like a personal front. It, it, your program is bigger than Sean Miller. Don't, 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 don't tie yourself to Sean Miller. Tie yourself to the Wildcats, baby. The Wildcats. That's it. You're saying go Miller light. Yes, there you go. <laughs> They're going Miller heavy, and yes. we need them to tone it down a bit because, I mean, basically at this point, you are in the bag. You are mm-hmm. trapped in the bag. Mm-hmm. You know you're in the bag. You just got to figure out. You got to see the light. You got to climb. You got to rise. Right. You got to get out of there mm-hmm. quickly as soon as you can. I just don't really understand if you're Sean Miller, what the next step is <laughs> after all this stuff comes out, because you've avoided having to get, you know, actually, you don't have to testify. You mm-hmm. have to go to the actual trial. You don't have to show face. But, I mean, hopefully you got rid of that phone in your office. Right. <laughs> hopefully you make sure that nothing else is is, is tracked, because we don't want to have a Durst situation where he walks in the bathroom and, you know, yeah, you is laughing on. to himself. <laughs> <laughs> it's like $10,000. <laughs> <laughs> of course I made him. I made him off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then it's over. And that's what it is. I mean, that that's I feel like rat. we're leading to that because at this point, the way that it's been fumbled all the way throughout, I feel like it, it's it's hopefully he just does it to himself. You know what I mean? It's just like fall on the sword, Sean. Move but on. But I think. But I don't think he can do that but because then that did, that admits the whole cloud. But I'm is saying correct. I'm saying this whole uh, uh, the 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 proof that the smoking gun that people want is never enough. So even if he did that. I still think people would say, like, that doesn't mean anything. Just because he said on a wiretap that he was paying players, until you show me the receipts, unless you show me footage of him handing cash to a player, I don't necessarily think it happened. He could say anything. He could have been under the influence. He could have been... I, I saw someone talking about uh, Book Richardson. Someone in the article, uh, one of the articles I read, explaining Book Richardson, why he may have... Why we can't take his word, necessarily. Uh, one of the explanations was that maybe he was trying to to have false bravado and like explain like like you do with your your friend where you know you meet you meet someone at a party and they're like what do you do for a living and you always like hype up what your job is mm-hmm. is like more important than what it is. Um, I'm Bill Simmons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you say like you, you say you do important shit. So like it could have been that. Like he's on the wiretap and he's like, yeah, I could I and I um or, or Dawkins is that or, or Dawkins did the same thing where he's like, I have control over all these guys and I can deliver these guys to you. And really he couldn't, he was just trying to puff his chest out and say, I'm great at this. Uh, so even if that was the case, like Sean Miller could say, yeah, you know, I said on the wiretap that I was going to pay these guys, but uh, I was just doing that to sound cool, man. I was just trying to impress my friend, whatever. And then people be like, yeah, he didn't actually do it. And it'll, it'll never be, there will never be a moment where like the people that are defending Sean Miller will be like, Oh shit. Okay, I guess he did do it. Will there ever be a moment where someone goes to Raleigh Hawkins and says, Hey, Raleigh, how much does Sean Miller pay you while you were at Arizona? And Raleigh Hawkins is like, well, to be quite honest, I was promised I was going to be a first-round pick, so he paid me 6000 a month. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then, and, then, and then that, like, is there a way Kyle, that a player— Get Raleigh on the podcast. Work on that. <laughs> Send an email. We'll, we'll, we'll get him on. Okay. Raleigh Hawkins at gmail.com. Gmail? Yeah, 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 Raleigh Hawkins at gmail. Maybe try, at me, at me.com. Try MSN and AOL as well. We'll see what happens. Uh, that's what I'm wondering. Like, if someone asked DeAndre Ayton, you know, in Phoenix, like, will someone, like, one of those Phoenix reporters that's writing for the Mercury News or whatever it may be, 
I don't even know if that's in Phoenix, but it sounds mm. about right. But he goes up to him and he's like, "The Phoenix, Mer- the Mer- <laughs> Phoenix, Mer- are you the WBA team? <laughs> is that the name of their team? <laughs> is it the Phoenix Mercury? Dude, I'm pretty sure it's the Mercury News. It is the Mercury uh, News. No. So they didn't have the WBA team after the paper. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> get coverage, dude. That's why I get coverage. Uh, it's a good idea. Yeah. So when is someone going to ask DeAndre Aiden? Will they ask DeAndre Aiden? Because I don't really think they should ask DeAndre Aiden because who really cares? Like you said, you can't even find this trial anyway. Everyone's going to get over. Everyone's yeah, going to bury their head in the sand at some point with this whole thing. That's why it's entertaining to talk about. But if someone were to ask DeAndre Aiden and DeAndre Aiden was like, look, man, I'm a millionaire. I'm the number one pick. I'm in the NBA. And yes, I got paid $10,000 a month from Sean Miller. <laughs> I don't think that would be bad for anybody because then it's like, okay, it's out in the open. Because now, you're like you're saying, the de- deniability is the problem because mm-hmm. as, as all this stuff comes out and it's like, guys, there's a video yeah. of these coaches flying into Las Vegas, right. <laughs> going into the Cosmo Hotel and having a meeting about yeah. all this and then it's recorded. Yeah. And then you're like, but we weren't talking about that. It was doctored. The footage was doctored. <laughs> so like, what were you talking about? Like, what, like, there's no next layer to it. But yeah. everyone, as long as they have some sort of layer to deny, nothing's going to change. So if someone comes out, like, that's why I love Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley literally has said on the air multiple times. Every time they bring up, he's like, I went, I went to Germany and I told him I'd pay him to go to Auburn. Yeah, exactly. And then even Auburn fans would be like, that doesn't mean anything. (laughs) Auburn fans are like, that's just Chuck talking. That's just Chuck being Chuck. He's just trying to be funny on TV. He doesn't actually mean that. And that's what I'm saying. It's called shtick. And they send him a screenshot of what it means. Uh... That's that's where we've gotten with all these scandals, though, and and I get it because it it does feel, especially if you're a fan of one of these teams and you see uh, a school like North Carolina who gets away with it, and um and you feel like your school is not going to get away with it. Uh, no, it, th- there is like a, a a defense mechanism of you feel like you're being personally attacked, and I don't know. I just want everyone to pump the brakes. Did you see Adam Zagoria got his Twitter. The story goes so Zagoria got his Twitter suspended. Uh, for those who don't, he's Adam, a college basketball, college basketball guy, reporter. reporter. Yeah. Um, he got his Twitter account suspended and he, he, he just got it reinstated this morning and he tweeted this morning that the reason it was suspended was because of like a copyright thing. He tweeted music something or other and, and that's why it got taken down. Um, but the story It'd I It'd be funny if he said porn. Yeah, it would be funny. Uh, <laughs> it'd be hilarious. Porn. I get it. <laughs> People love um, that. Uh, the story that I saw was that Arizona fans, he was basically tweeting about the trial. Yes. I didn't actually see any of his tweets about this, but I just saw someone referencing. I saw one tweet. Okay. I'll bring it up later. Okay. So explain to me what happened, but the, I'll, I'll, I'll lay the groundwork here that the, uh, the story goes that he was tweeting about the trial. Arizona fans felt like he had a little slant to his tweets. So they, they bombarded his Twitter by like tagging it as uh, whatever, as spam, as a robot, as how, however that works, where you flag a Twitter flag account. It, yeah. You flag a Twitter account. He got flagged so many times that Twitter suspended his account because Arizona fans were so mad at him. That's the story I saw. What, what, what did you see? I saw Jeff Goodman quote, you, quote tweet the fact that his account had been suspended and said this is the best day in college of, of the year in college <laughs> basketball. Where did Jeff Goodman go to school again? <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Mm. Savage. Savage. You're right. Damn. Damn. Connect the dots. Put it together. Piece it together, folks. Uh, yeah. So that was all I really saw on it. I think it's hilarious when any fan base can come together for a common cause, a common enemy, mm-hmm. and get rid of them. And and I'm saying that looking at you, NC State fans. You know what you can do. Well, why don't exactly? Why don't NC State fans? Why don't we? There is a chance. There's a there's a world in which I could totally see this happening. Kevin Keats gets somehow caught up in some stuff. They get rid of Keats, and Sean Miller goes to NC State, 
and joins where he belongs. They've wanted Sean Miller for so long. That would that that's my best case scenario for all this. And also, I can't wait for the NCAA to get involved. Uh, I'd just like to point oh, wait, out you won. brought up NC State fans. Uh, mm-hmm. There are also a lot of North Carolina fans that listen to this podcast, and we're talking about fan bases that come together to uh, flag Twitter accounts and get them suspended. Um, Who got you suspended? In a in a in a in an independent thought, this has nothing to do with any of that. Mm. Uh, Duke's official men's basketball oh. account is at Duke MBB. So that's all. Um, that, that's oh, a completely completely separate thought. Um, just uh, <laughs> trying to stir some shit up. Huh? I'm the, what? No, <laughs> who me? Who me? At Duke MBB. <laughs> and G, um, speaking of, well, we'll wrap this up and then yeah. we'll get to it. We we have some we have some bigger things to discuss. Maybe later. anything else on the trial. Not really. We're going to hear the verdicts. We'll it, probably drag this it, out to next week. Here's where the we podcast, are. But. The FBI is done. They have made their case. The defense team is saying these are NCAA violations. The FBI possibly won't be able to do anything because that could be true. And then we go to the next layer where the NCAA has to go, well, I guess well, we got to F- deal with this. Then the NCAA is like, these these feel like FBI, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like FBI a- infractions. <laughs> And then this is above our head. It's, it's it's basically like being in international waters. They it's a game of ping crimes. pong, and it's just Sean Miller just getting hit back and forth. <laughs> do you think? Do you think the phrase with any of these dumbass bag men and these B B level handlers and all that kind of stuff? Mm-hmm. Do you think anyone has ever these said D'Angelo's. these all the Jeff D'Angelo's of the world with mm-hmm. the Marcus Phillips? Uh, do you think at any point in time someone has pitched the idea of exchanging the bag in international waters? So it's <laughs> it, it's not illegal. I bet that'd come up. I bet at least one time someone had that idea, and then and then someone said, "You're an idiot, dude." <laughs> <laughs> the first party that Christian Dawkins allegedly went to, where he was wearing a wire, was yeah. on a two-story yacht. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, I'll take the twenty-five thousand. I'll figure yeah. it out. I don't even have a kid to give you." Get rid of Marcus Phillips. <laughs> they got on a yacht in Miami, and just went five miles off the shore, and, and then they get, then they come back and dock, and they both walk off the boat. They go, "What an idiot!" <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Dude. Speaking of idiots, we got to talk about the UCLA coaching search. We're gonna take a break, come back, and talk about that. All right, quick break from all the the trial stuff to talk about Hulu. Giannis Antetokounmpo is the only player to ever get a signature slipper deal. Wait, what? Hulu is paying Giannis a lot of money to wear fluffy green Hulu has live sports slippers. They do look very comfortable, Tate. I I wouldn't mind uh, getting a pair of those myself. They also get Joel Embiid to change his nickname from the process to Joel. Hulu has live sports Embiid. And Damian Lillard got a tattoo that says Hulu has live sports. It is the most blatant form of advertising that has ever existed. They are in your face about it. It appeals to us. They, they, they're throwing money around. They're literally throwing money. In I do ads. enjoy when Dame Loader hits a big shot in a game and then it cuts to the ad in game. Yeah. It's Dame Loader being like, Hulu has live sports. Yeah. Also, do you see that? I'm wet. Speaking so of live sports, are you watching the live sports? Yes. That I am, right uh, to my left. Yes. Clearly, they really want you to know that Hulu has live sports and that you can watch live sports and news, your favorite teams, and the biggest games on 60-plus top channels, all for just $45 a month. That's right. Follow your teams all season. No cable is required. Live TV plan, however, is required. Restrictions apply. Learn more at Hulu.com. Speaking of learning, learn how to hire somebody. Hiring used to be hard. Multiple job sites, stacks of resumes, a confusing review process. But today, hiring can be easy, and you only have to go to one place to get it done. ZipRecruiter.com slash OSP. ZipRecruiter sends your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards, but they don't stop there with their powerful matching technology. ZipRecruiter scans thousands of resumes to find people with the right experience and invites them to a apply to your job. As applications come in, ZipRecruiter analyzes each one and spotlights the top candidates so you can never miss a great match. And right now, our listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address 
ZipRecruiter.com slash OSP. Mm. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash OSP. Where do people, do people, uh, where do they apply to become our interns? And we'll use ZipRecruiter to ZipRecruiter.com slash OSP. Mm-hmm. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. We do need some interns. We're not going to actually get interns. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle's salary is our intern budget. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Tate, let's talk about this UCLA coaching search because this story comes out in the LA Times. Are Uh, you sure it won the Mercury News? mm, This comes out in the Los Angeles Sparks (laughs) Times. um, (laughs) Spark Notes. The Spark Notes. Uh, So this was like right after we did last week's podcast. Um, The the story, I I first saw a tweet that someone pulled from the story and then I, I read the actual story. And the tweet said that Jay Wright was offered double his salary mm. to go to UCLA. That was the headline that got pulled out. So like yeah. SI and everyone's putting that out basically saying Jay Wright was offered two times his salary mm. to go to UCLA. So everyone's seeing that. Then it linked back to this article. And, and then we like, read the article. Second. Yeah. And you read the article there's and there's more. more nuggets within it, which that include Matt Painter wouldn't even interview for the job. Mm-hmm. Mike Hopkins wouldn't even take an interview for the job. Steve Prohm wouldn't even take an interview for the job. Um, they, they, Jamie Dixon was apparently a done deal. What, what did you say the phrase they used was? The first sentence of this, the opening line of this, the hook, as they say in the J business, the nameplate was on the door, the press release ready, the news conference tentatively, tentatively scheduled. Jamie Dixon was going to be UCLA's basketball coach. That can't be true. The nameplate was on the door. The nameplate was get, on the door. Can we get verification from this? That, uh, that c- can... Can we get a source? We have sources within UCLA. We, we should ask. A, we should ask. We should ask. Because if they put the nameplate on the door, there's one thing that's to hilarious. say. What an idiot. <laughs> what an idiot. They, they actually chiseled out Jamie Dixon, headman's basketball coach, and slapped that shit on the door. Before Do you think they, they did that for the, like, they sent him a text with that? Like, good oh, luck, coach. You know what I mean? Like We're the, ready for you. Like, he's flying like back. Like the recruiting pitch. Yeah, he's flying back to Texas to go. Because, right, the whole point was that Jamie Dixon basically – had convinced the at-large contingency of whoever is meeting with mm. him at UCLA to say, I am going to go back to TCU, and I'm going to get this buyout wave, son. Yeah. And I'm coming back. Well, that seems to be what the, what happened, um, that that Dixon said, I'll, I'll take care of it. Like, the, Dixon was very much on board. UCLA was very much on board. It was a as our favorite phrase in coaching searches. Done, done deal. deal. Uh, and Dixon was, and they were like, but Jamie, it's basically like a uh, here. Let's put it in terms of men and women relationships, so people nice. can understand. Love this is this. love when we do this. It's a uh, it's a man who wants to divorce his wife, um, but there's it's a sticky situation, and he's trying to go to his mistress. <laughs> yeah, very sticky. Yes, he's trying, and he wants to marry his mistress, and his mistress is like, "Are you sure that you could you can?" get the divorce and he's like it's no problem i'll talk to her she'll sign the papers it'll be no problem and then he goes back and she won't sign the papers and it becomes like a big thing is that a good analogy now now everyone's like oh i get it now i didn't get it before um it's but that seems like to be what girl except for yeah, yeah. she, she he goes, run away. he says yeah. he says i'll get tcu to drop the buyout tcu is like why would we drop the that's the whole do you not understand how contracts work that this is the whole point of having the buyout explicitly so you couldn't just leave coach right here like we it. call this a signature yeah um, he's like, that was a different me. <laughs> it's like, I signed it left-handed. Um, so that falls through. Uh, and then Rick Barnes apparently <laughs> was a done deal as well. Mm-hmm. Also a done deal. And then Barnes also moved, has a big buyout. Yeah. Also a massive buyout. And Barnes, I got to say, Barnes has not covered himself in glory with how this whole thing transpired. We, we talked about it earlier where he publicly said that the only reason he wasn't UCLA's coach is because they couldn't meet the buyout, which was completely unnecessary. You did not need to say that, Rick. 
uh, and ten- even Tennessee fans were like, what the hell, dude? Why would you, what? Um, we we kind of already covered that, but what we didn't cover was in this in this story, the story basically goes that Barnes, they had the done deal set. They're like, we'll pay you this, we'll give you this, whatever, this will be the deal. And he's like, cool. Let me, let, let's sort let's figure out the buyout and then we'll talk. And then and then uh, or UCLA was like, let's raise the money for the buyout, and then we'll get back to you. UCLA says they raised the money because they called all the boosters. Basically, the, the problem with the Dixon thing was like they called the boosters, they said his buyout is this, we need the money. The boosters were like, We're not we're not giving you that money for Jamie Dixon. That's not a big enough hire. So then they went on to Barnes, and then Barnes had the big buyout, and they're like, okay, we'll give you the money for Barnes. So UCLA says, we had the money for the buyout, um, but then when they came back to Barnes, and like, all right, Rick, we're good. We have the money. Barnes is like, all right, so give me a little more salary than we agreed on. And they said, what the fuck? No, dude. We had a deal already lined up. We're not doing that. And then when Barnes said, Barnes' story is that they never came up with the money for the buyout. So now it's a he said, she said situation, whatever. But that's hysterical too. That falls through. Um, they start throwing they start throwing grenades at all these other candidates in the article. They're saying like guys, they did background checks on guys and stuff came up, which is like anyone who knows anything about this search knows it's like they might as well put in big bold letters Eric Musselman <laughs> like when they're talking about this. Yeah. Um, so they have these guys falling through. And then my favorite part of this whole article is that uh, at the very end. Dan Guerrero says, we got our man. Like it, it ends with like, obviously they hired Mick Cronin and then Dan Guerrero is like, we got our man. Damn it. That's, that's the guy we wanted. <laughs> and it's like very clearly not the guy you wanted at any stage of this. If you're Mick Cronin and you're reading, if you're one of the cronies and you're reading this whole article about the search, it doesn't make you feel good. It does not. It basically says that Mick Cronin was a guy that they thought had some upside. He was like a second tier level candidate that they were looking at. And, you know, obviously then we explained that we offered and had a done deal with one coach and then we offered and had a done deal with another coach. And I like to envision that Rick Barnes is basically the Ashley Schaefer of like trying to figure out where he wants to go coach. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, that's a good old deal, but I'm going to need a little bit more cash to get out to Los Angeles. Everyone's like, uh, Rick, <laughs> we already agreed to this. <laughs> what if the sticking point was like the, the U-Haul rental to drive across <laughs> from Knoxville to LA? He's like, that's going to cost me two grand to drive my shit across the country. And they're like, we're not paying for that. He's well, like, well, <laughs> now we know why he leaked that thing because we were talking about, or we brought it back, I don't remember, maybe a couple weeks ago when he said that he would have taken, if they had paid the buyout, he would have gone right. to UCLA. And we're like, that's weird for Rick to say that. Yeah. But now it's just like, He's just playing. He's old South. He's like, yeah. well, I mean, I would have gone. Yeah. I mean, if it was Savannah. He says, yeah. <laughs> I would have gone out to Los Angeles. I like that he asked for more money. That makes me respect Rick Barnes. Yeah. And also, I like that he kind of played UCLA a little bit. They deserved to be played. I want to talk about the revisionist history mm-hmm. of what would have happened if your boy, your coach, Brad Stevens, had gone to UCLA. Instead of them getting the beaver, the B, the B list Brad Stevens and Steve offered, if they got... Brad Stevens go to UCLA, and then you look at Brad Stevens in the playoffs right now. And I'd almost rather be at UCLA to deal with all this shit that's going and on. And Steve Offers coaching the Celtics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> still? He's still there. What is, is wrong with this guy? <laughs> Danny. Uh, yeah. Offer would have made it one year for sure. Brad, listen. That could have happened, folks. 2013, Brad Stevens, people believed in some circles that an Indiana guy was going to go to UCLA. And I think I have, a, I think I have a tweet out there. I, I would have to double check this because I I don't know. I've, I've deleted it. When, when old takes exposed came on the scene, I deleted a lot of shit. Um, they love me. They go through my tweets me. from when I was like 17 um, years old. But I'm pretty sure I, I, I have a I have a memory of when Stevens was hired at to, to the Celtics of tweeting like, 
like not that I don't believe it. I love Brad Stevens. I'm I'm in the Brad Stevens coaching tree. I'm probably his most famous disciple, if we're being honest, coaching disciple. Mm-hmm. Um I'm I'm undefeated as a head coach. People forget that about me. Uh and so I, I love Brad, but like when he was hired, I, I didn't want him to he's he's an Indiana guy. He 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 made his name coaching at a tiny school in Indianapolis. Like everything about him said college basketball. This is this is a man who belongs in college. I was very upset as a as John Gonzalez calls me a, a guy who hates the NBA. Mm-hmm. Um that that one of one our, our pride and joy was being taken from us. So I think I tweeted something like I, I think he's gonna struggle in the NBA. I, I, I don't I don't think whatever it was, it was like my prediction is that he's eventually going to get fired from the Celtics and or, or he's going to leave the Celtics, but he's going to get out before he gets fired and he's going to take over for K at Duke was what I said. I think it, I think it's lining up for that. And I still think it might be lining up for that. There is no chance I still in think hell. It up for that. And obviously we're talking about Durham, North Carolina, where, where, where Duke is. There is no chance in hell that Coach K is going like to. Brad Stevens? Yeah, there's no chance in That's hell. That's true. Because guess what? The only love that it's, matters it's, down there is K. We're not going to bring true. in someone else that's going to take some shine away from K. That's true. There's no chance. There's literally, literally <laughs> no chance. But how much? So, uh, literally okay. no chance. Brad Stevens, you're right. Should have gone to UCLA. You, you have to have the buffer. You have to have the buffer, coach. It, it, Stevens, literally <laughs> no chance. There's there's a chance <laughs> if Stevens is after. Yeah, after whoever after fails. Cable, yes, after Wojo, or Quinn whatever. Snyder, Quinn whoever Snyder, it may be. Yeah, yes. that's a good point. It's going to be one of his guys. But it, it, it it's still like if you take that element out of it, it lines up. Like Duke Duke is going to pretend like K. If what if K dies <laughs> and K has no. No, what is dead may never wood. die. Yeah, God forbid. K, if K passes away and and he has no say in the coaching search and like his 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 thing doesn't hang over it and it his thing doesn't hang. <laughs> it's gonna hang. I mean to say, <laughs> it's gonna hang. If his if his aura if his presence if he's not in Durham if he's not crossing his arms behind the bench at every game and all that. What is the name of the, the area where the basketball arena is? It's not Blue Devil Town. I know Shashevskyville. Right, but <laughs> it's gonna hang. I know it's gonna hang, but like, not, if, what if? <laughs> God damn it! I don't know what we're talking about anymore. <laughs> we've, we've lost the plot. Let's go uh, back to UCLA. Let's uh, <laughs> go back to UCLA. Uh, uh, the 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 other thing in there was the the UCLA uh, genuinely believed that John Calipari was going to take the job. They thought they really had a shot at him in that article, um, and I thought that was cute. <laughs> that that uh, they they genuinely really truly believed that Cal, and then. Uh, Cal, like a week later, signed a lifetime contract at Kentucky. (laughs) (laughs) And they still think that he was actually interested and it wasn't just a ploy to get a lifetime contract at Kentucky. And I think that's, to me, what kind of comes through this article. Obviously, we learn about all the UCLA, the the back channeling that's going on there. But it basically just teaches you that college basketball is ran in one place. It's either in the South or it's in the South and the North. The Midwest, Midwest. yes. So it's basically these guys that are actually running the game. UCLA is, they're so far removed from it. It's like if you were on the Iron Islands and you're trying to figure out what's going on in Mm. King's Landing. Mm. I get some points for that, right? That's great. I get some points for that? All right. Everything was pronounced right. Yeah, send that to someone. Uh, (laughs) If you got that situation going on, you don't know what. Make that a breakout video. (laughs) Yeah, make that a video. It'll be our first ever breakout video. Retweet that, Ringer. Uh, They are so far removed from what the hell is actually going on that they don't realize that Rick Barnes is going to use you to get leverage at right, Tennessee. Exactly. John Calipari is going to use you to get a lifetime contract at Kentucky. And they're naive enough to think, John Calipari wants to, he wants to come to us. Right. 
Right. Let's come to us. That's yeah. not going to happen. No. John Calipari's at a Yankees game with his wife and his family all wearing Kentucky stuff. Yeah. John Calipari was putting out those quotes about, like, I want to die in Kentucky. Mm-hmm. I want to die in Lexington on the bench. Uh, that's my goal with my life. What a, he didn't actually say that, obviously, but along those lines, he kept putting out all these quotes throughout this whole process. He's like sending those quotes. Like he's saying that from UCLA. He's like meeting with him. He's like, I can't tell you enough. I do not want this job. I'm In fact, I'm going to release a statement right now. Watch this. I'm going to tweet it. This is me tweeting. <laughs> I am never leaving Kentucky ever under any circumstances ever. I'm going to push send and then I'm going to leave now. Okay. Okay. And then they leave and like all the UCLA people look at each other and go, what an idiot. We got him right <laughs> what where an we, idiot. we got him right where we want him. He loves us. He's going to take the job. I just know it. What an idiot. Uh, man. The other, the other thing that stood out to me uh, and the, the last po- point of this article uh, was that you, you kind of mentioned it, that Cronin was obviously not the first choice. He wasn't the, he wasn't the 15th choice for UCLA, but then Dan Gray was like, we got our man. Hilarious. Uh, but it said in the article that they approached Cronin. Cronin wanted the job so badly that they approached him and they were like, can we put you, can you be our safety school, basically? We're going to, you, you know, when you apply for colleges, mm. uh, college, so when people apply for colleges. <laughs> with, <laughs> I didn't, fuckers. <laughs> I got an education. <laughs> By the state of New York guarantees Kyle, it. Kyle, this is how this works. So when people, you, no, uh, you, the, Mick Cronin was the safety school. You applied for the school you know you're going to get into, and you went to Mick Cronin, and you're like, will you accept this job? Will you give it to you? And Mick's like, yeah. And he's like, okay. I'm going to make people mad. You know what we call that in North Carolina? What? State. Mm. Just kidding. Mm. You guys are going to get upset about that. Mm. Keep going. Um, so uh, Cronin, like, accepted that. He's like, yeah, I'll be. Th- I'll still be here. I'll be here waiting. You go, go find something better, and if it's, you know, let it free. If it's <laughs> meant to be, it'll idiot. come back. <laughs> 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 that is... Dare I say it, Mick Cronin, good guy of the year candidate. That's a good guy move. That is a a, a very good guy move of like, yeah, that, that's a that's kind of dare I say a beta move to to just be like, yeah, go ahead, go find someone, go find someone else. I'll still be here. I'll wait for you guys. If I you're a you UCLA so fan, a booster that helped fund and get money for that twenty four million dollar contract, that would not inspire much hope no. in my mind. No, to see a guy say, but, do what you got to do. Look for other people, but just know I'm here. I'll be here. I'll and do whatever it takes. I'll, 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 yes. <laughs> this is not a hard decision for me. This is my dream. You want it to be like in Team America when they're recruiting Gary for the first time and they're, and they're trying to get him to get in the limo. And he's like, I'm not getting in that limo because yeah. I know what you Hollywood types are going to try to make me do. Right. And, and it's like a hard, it's a long, 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 long con. And then you get in the car and everything's fine. And he goes, now suck my. <laughs> 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 like that's what you want like you want someone to be like I don't know if I want it you need to convince me yeah. and then you get there and they need to be like oh shit, what did I do I'm at UCLA and nobody wants to play yes. here anymore yes like that's what it needs to be yeah. but instead it but, was Mick Cronin begging to get in the so limo. here's the question why Why is the UCLA job such a disaster why does nobody want it because even even I mean, you can say UCLA hasn't been as good, uh, whatever. There has been. There, it was a, John Wood had a good run, and then what have they done since? What, what all, all the excuses still don't add up to like what we're what we've seen. The fact that like Matt Painter wouldn't even take an interview. That 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 Mike Hopkins, love Mike Hopkins, sent me the Starbucks gift card famously. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike Hopkins is not above. Like Mike Hopkins is not at a level where he can just be like, I'm not even going to take a phone call with UCLA. Mm-hmm. But this is what's happening. That's that's humiliating for UCLA. And the question is, like, what is actually going on? And my sources on this, 
my sources are telling me that the biggest problem is seems to be like the AAU stuff, that the AAU scene around UCLA, uh, this is going to come as a surprise that at a program where LeVar Ball just like entered it himself and just seized total control over the program. But apparently the people that are running the AAU things in LA are, are they have way too much power. They're like bigger than UCLA too, They're bigger basketball. than UCLA. They call all the shots. They say, this is how it's going to work. If you're going to coach at UCLA, we're going to do this, this, and this. And if you don't want to do that, then we're going to steer our players to Arizona. And that's tough shit. That's how it's going to work. And that's Sean Miller's on the phone silently listening like, is this going to work? Are we going to get him? (laughs) Sean Miller's Am I back? Am I back? (laughs) (laughs) And all these coaches on there, they're like, what was that? They're like, don't worry about that. That was nothing. (laughs) Is that (laughs) D'Angelo? What if Sean Miller is Jeff D'Angelo? <laughs> Finkel is Einhorn. <laughs> Miller is D'Angelo this whole time. Uh, He's like, I'll handle the case. <laughs> um, but no, that, that seems to be the problem, is that the AAU coaches are uh, not that shocking. I mean, I think I think you can dedu- deduce that, but I just wanted to put that out there for those who don't uh, – haven't connected those dots. That seems to be the issue. Is that because I mean, if you're if you're a college basketball coach, you and and you've elevated yourself to a level where UCLA is calling and they want to offer you five million dollars a year to coach at one of the most prestigious college basketball programs in the country, and you've worked your ass off to get to this point in your career, and you get out here and you're doing an interview, and you now learn that you have to to answer to fucking mm-hmm. these these scrubs in velour suits. What? No, you're like I don't. That, that's that's not how this is going to work. I've I've worked too hard. I've elevated myself to this level. No, false. And and I get it. That's that's. But that seems to be what's happening, except with Mick Cronin. I was gonna say just the final thought I have on UCLA is they get Chip Kelly. That was a big splash. They got a lot of fundraising for the football program. Everyone's excited in UCLA. That's been sort of swept under the rug. It hasn't mm-hmm. been, uh, I don't think, as seismic of a shift. Is as Chip they th- Kelly still the coach there? Yes. So they thought that would be a big deal. Like Tom Brady's working out at UCLA in the summers. OBJ will be there. Yeah, and everyone's like, interesting. oh, how amazing. But no one really cares. I said that half-jokingly, by the way. I, I think I knew you were still the coach, but at the same time, you bring up a good point. But that's the point. Like They, they keep trying to make these splashy cool. hires thing, and that's going to change, yeah. and everyone's going to care. But nobody cares. Nobody cares. As it turns out. Speaking mm-hmm. of football, uh, did you see... The Clemson coach, I think his name is Steve Smith. Steve Smith, yeah. Um, not that Steve Smith. Not that, and also no, not, not that, that Steve Smith. Smith. Not that Steve Smith either. Not Stephen A either. Who, who? If you're thinking of a Steve Smith, <laughs> it's not him. It's definitely not him. It's the Clemson coach. Uh, he was fired, which is noteworthy. He was he was, he was was on a wiretap, and, and, and this came out in all the trial. Um, it was noteworthy that he's fired because when you see that, you're like, okay, <laughs> Will Wade is reinstated. Sean Miller, Arizona is is confirmed that they launched the investigation. I don't know if you saw that, by the way. That yes. they, they said like, yes, we are investigating. This. We are looking into this. <laughs> we're going to monitor. We're this. going to monitor this. Yes. Don't worry, folks. Um, so all that's going on. Like, no coaches are going down. Basically, we have Patino and Book Richardson and uh, whoever you know, Chuck Person and th- those guys. Those guys are arrested. The and fall also, guys. Other than the guys that were arrested, Patino is like basically the only guy that has been fired. And uh, so now Steve Smith is fired, and that's like kind of noteworthy because it's like, damn, how did he get fired and none of these other guys got fired? What's going on there? And then you discover the real story, which is that he's on the wiretap tape, basically saying that the football, the the Clemson football program, like we we got to do it like the football program does it, is what he's basically said. He and and this is in a conversation about Zion Williamson, which is basically Clemson's whole pitch was we're going to give Zion the five star football treatment. 
We're not going to give him the usual Clemson basketball treatment. Right. We're going to give him, oh, you're the number one wide receiver in the country. Well, welcome to Clemson. Right, yeah. You know, that's, that's all it is. Yeah. Uh, so he he basically it's it's, it's hysterical because uh, yeah you can you can say whatever you want but I'll be goddamned if you're gonna if you're gonna go after the football program. It just goes that. to show in the game in the game of NCAA basketball. Yes, there was this big trial, it's the trial of the century, quote unquote. But also, it ain't nothing like football, mm. and that's where the real money is. So as long as they're not touching football, they're gonna be happy, and they're not gonna really bother to, to mess with too much stuff. So you're thinking to yourself, damn, what does this mean for Clemson's football program? Da- Dabo's built himself a, a dynasty down there. They're killing it. Um, this this is big news. Are are you are you saying that they're cheating? Are you saying are you saying that they're paying players? This is this is crazy. Uh, so fear not, Clemson. And this article I read says Clemson has started a review of its football and men's basketball programs after the wiretap was played in court. And they said, quote, we feel very strongly that those were unfortunate comments and we are doing our due diligence, but there is no reason to believe and nothing that we've been able to find at this point in time that implicates the football program in any of that. Go Tigers. <laughs> <laughs> so it's okay, guys. Don't worry. Don't worry. They're, they're, we we have investigated ourselves. ourselves. <laughs> we've looked inward and we've said, damn, we're fault. paid <laughs> yeah. and we're national champions. <laughs> I, uh, see, I, I did see some, fall 2019. Like, <laughs> I, I did some self-reflecting, and I determined it's the other guy who's the <laughs> asshole. It's not me. <laughs> I'm not the asshole in this situation, this fight I have with my buddy. Um, anything else before we go? I do want to point out, uh, we got a Big Ten set of the day. This was actually courtesy of Kyle. This is during the weekend he sent to This is on a Saturday, too. Uh, Big You're Ten's, working on a Saturday? Working on no, a Saturday. No, I was at the darker. <laughs> okay, hammered on a Saturday looking at Big Ten Network's Instagram. Kyle sent us this. Of the 12 men who have walked on the moon, allegedly, four attended Big Ten schools, <laughs> hashtag Space Day, and those four men, we got to mention them, James Irwin, Michigan, Neil Armstrong, Her Purdue, him. David Scott, Michigan, Gene Cernan, Purdue. Two Purdue guys. Yeah, the Purdue guys have first and last. Gene Cernan was the last guy to walk on the moon. They had the documentary on uh, Netflix about him, and then he, he passed away a couple years How ago. How much did they give to Purdue? Purdue Dave Ooh, giving. That's where they, they really gave stay. Apple moon rocks. They're like, yeah. you may want to go walk on the moon. You see, Purdue you had, had their donate. Dave giving like a couple weeks ago. Yes. And they they broke a new record. They Purdue Purdue's Dave Giving is the biggest Dave Giving in the world. Or in the country. <laughs> world. <laughs> America. In America, which which is the world. Let's be honest. <laughs> We're the only country that matters. It's the college uh, basketball world. And the, the biggest college day of giving is always Purdue. <laughs> and it started like four years ago. It, it, that I'll never forget that. When we were walking on campus and DJ Bird turns to us and he's like, yeah, so we built we built all this because of the Purdue Day giving. And both of us just looked at each other like, what? What is it? He's like, yeah, yeah. We, we started this. Right over Purdue there is giving. the uh, Death Star, we call it. <laughs> <laughs> you're like looking at you like, holy shit, dude. How many gyms are in there? We're like, DJ, explain the Purdue Day giving again. He's like, yeah, so here's how it works. We... Uh, we basically just pick a day in the year and we just like tell people like give us money and then they do and we we made forty million dollars doing it that way. Like, what? <laughs> what? And then all these other schools do it now. Now anytime basically people have like Twitter searches set up for day of giving for the phrase day of giving and then they tweet it at me anytime it comes up. It's hilarious. Every I, I know I know about like every day of giving that's going on in this country now because we talked about the Purdue Day of Giving, but that was the OG one. I don't know if they were actually first, but they're the best. And uh, they were first in our mind. That was the first time I ever heard of the concept of just give us money on this day. And there's no other premise other than you give us money. <laughs> Robbie Hummel was mad at me because uh, I lost 
contact with him when I was in Vegas. He was trying to come meet up with me, and it just didn't quite work out because I was all over the place. Mm-hmm. So during the Purdue Day of Giving, I asked people to Venmo Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> we should do an OSP Day of Giving. I'd love it. I really think I mean, we, we should. did do that at we one point. Yeah, when they people Venmo Kyle, but again, oh, yeah. if no, you no, want to no, no, Venmo no. Kyle, no, 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 we got it. We got to do it right. Like I want to do a, I want to do at Tom Shady. I want to do a telethon where like we all have our causes. We do. I have I have this idea. We we should do that. We're we're actually going to do this. I want to make this happen. It's going to have to be like after. Okay, we got the draft coming up. Uh, we have summer. It'll be after summer league. It'll be in July. We'll do a Purdue Day of giving on OSP. Um, I want to call all the people we know and uh put them on the spot on the podcast. I think this is the print. So I'm gonna, I'm I'm saying this now. So if if all the friends all the friends we have listen to the pod, they they know it's coming. Uh, but they don't actually listen. So that's what's funny <laughs> about it. We're going to do a thing where like we call all the famous people we know. I'm going to do it at least. You get pledges. Yeah, and we just cold call them and we're like, how much will you pledge to, to OSP? <laughs> Let's just never tell them what OSP or, stands for. Yeah. They just think it's like a the something. Human fund. Yeah, yeah, the George Costanza yeah. Human yes. Fund. Or no, we'll we do it for my scholarship, mm-hmm. the Club Trillion Foundation. Right. But then we also, I want to do like a telephone. I get nothing from that. I know, but that's what I'm saying. We all have our causes. Kyle, like you, you do one where we should do like a live Twitter stream a telethon where you're trying to raise like a hundred dollars for your for dark room pass. for your oh. bus pass and yeah. a dark room um, I never do a bus pass it's just I can't part with the hundred dollars and pay for Tate's chiropractor yeah. sessions to yeah. fix his Pilates and PT that'd I don't know we'll figure something out but that'd be hilarious an OSP day of giving um, I don't know I think we might be disappointed yeah uh, <laughs> speaking of Vegas one more note before we get out of here uh, I saw that the NCA had has rescinded its ban on Having events where gambling is legal, yes, they took that ban away. Which uh, the take-home point of that is, we're good the, to go. The door is now open for a Vegas Final Four. Is basically the bullet point that comes out of that story. You know what they we should, could have the Final Four in Las Vegas now. You know what pure comedy would be is if all those coaches that were on the video at the Cosmo Hotel when they go back for the Final Four, they all go take a picture there. Like, remember when? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> remember we got away. <laughs> oh man! I, if the stars align, because they're building a football stadium, right, for the Raiders, yes, in yes. Vegas. When you fly is, out, is that, you can that's going to be is that going to be domed? It has to be. It has to be. Yeah, yeah it's hot out. Too there. hot. It's too yeah. hot in Vegas. Yeah, it's got to. Plus, be it's going to be like damn. There's going to be all types of shit going on in there. I, think, yeah. I mean, there's no telling. I think like every new stadium should be domed anyway, right? It just makes it more versatile. And yeah, I don't know, but uh, it makes playing in Minnesota, you know, yeah. not that bad. So, uh, the, the, the when they build that stadium, Vegas will be rocking. It'll be an interesting. We're gonna, we're, we're, we are definitely going to have a, a Final Four in Vegas at some point. And I just hope the stars align where the coaches that end up there are the coaches that we need there, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, and move the Pelicans to Las Vegas. Okay, all right. I mean, it's all not right. that hard. All like, right. just move them. Anything else? The playoffs are happening. Keep watching, I guess. Yeah. Well, we should watch defend and talk your, about it eventually. Defend your, I mean, we talked about it a little bit last week, but uh, defend your boy, Steph. Who's my boy? Oh, well, I mean, look, let me just tell you. Defend He's getting... Three or four fouls called in the first half, pretty much of every game exclusively. A lot of uh, a lot of frustration from him. He's seeing James Harden on one side getting foul calls, and then he's not getting foul calls, and now he's in his you own head. You know what? Head. You know what? You don't need to defend him. The Rockets are doing a good enough job defending him right now. You don't need to defend him. PJ Tucker, my so, boy. Yeah. Shout out PJ. I actually do. I'm. I'm I actually. I'm really enjoying the playoffs because, like, as as a guy who just pops in for the playoffs, uh, as I you know made it clear. Um, 
it, the, the idea that the Warriors are just going to walk to the title every year kind of like turns me off. It's better thing. for the like, NBA still, if they lose. I still watch, but it's like, I don't know, this is kind of stupid. The Warriors are going to win. So like this year, I'm like really into it because I'm like, shit, the Warriors might not. And that's really all I want. I don't care if the Warriors win the title. I just want them to actually be challenged. And everyone points to last year as them going to seven. There was at no point in any of that run that I think the Warriors are going to lose. Now, I don't, I don't know about these teams as well as everyone else does. So mm-hmm. maybe I'm just an idiot. But I'm just saying as a casual fan who's watched, like I could just... As I was watching it, at no point, even when the Warriors were down in Game 7 in Houston, I was like, the Warriors are winning this game. There's no doubt in my mind that they're going to win this game. And they did. And then they went on to win the title. When Jordan defeated Showtime, and everyone going to that series was basically, the Bulls have no chance against Showtime. They're the best. Everyone knows they're the best. They're going to win again. And then yeah. Jordan won. Yeah. That's what I want to happen this year. I want the Warriors to make it the finals, everyone to basically do what we're doing, which is like, Who's going to really win, beat yeah. the Warriors? And then it's either Kawhi or Giannis, whoever gets there, gets to have like their Jordan moment to That'd end Showtime awesome. and then move on. That's what that's what I would. But I don't. But if the Warriors do win, I don't care. Like I, exactly, the, they can win but it every year. One. Yeah, but they I mean, have to. I want it to be competitive. I want it to feel like they could lose. Mm-hmm. And I haven't felt that in a few years. And this year, I'm starting to feel that. The so Kawhi that's what, redemption that's arc after that's getting hurt, you know, when yeah. they were up, and then also the Giannis just being like, "I'm the best player in the world" by beating them. There, there are two good stories. When does there. LeBron play, by the way? I was, <laughs> I've been waiting for. It's weird. Like he's not. I mean, I wish Magic would have called me and just said, what "Kiss happened? my ass." Um. Also, he said that. All right, before we your go, bo- your yeah. boy said he wanted Magic Johnson to call him and he say, did. "Kiss my ass." He did say that. You, you called him my boy too. I like that you did that. Your boy. Um. Before we go, I want to pour one out for the Columbus Blue Jackets. <laughs> we lost last night. Uh, the, the season's over. Oh, so it's been a rough. That. It's been a rough stretch for Columbus sports. The crew, the wheels are falling off a little bit for the crew. We got fucked in our game on Saturday. The crew did. Um. So. Uh. Yeah. I don't know. Just shout out to all my people in Ohio. I. T- t- tough, tough stretch for Columbus, but the, the Blue Jackets had a good run. We're now going to lose our goalie, and and I'm not happy about that. But whatever. And if you're a Hurricanes anyway. fan, pour one up. Pour one, yeah. Four zero sweep yeah. over the get Islanders. Out, get out of here. You know, <laughs> Let's go, Canes. Get out of here. You literally just googled the Hurricanes. <laughs> no, I, 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 I didn't right make before. sure that they swept them. As I was talking I didn't about, make sure they swept them. As I brought up the Blue Jackets, <laughs> you're over there typing. Are the Hurricanes still in the Look, playoffs? Man, I don't <laughs> ice skate. I don't water sport. I don't do any of that stuff. And that's I don't not, listen to music with a guitar. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right, that's the show. We'll be back next week. Uh, will Ryan Rosillo be on the show next week? I don't know. Tune in to find out. Uh, he's giving us a very, very soft yes that he will be here at some point. He just texted again. Did you guys seriously not hear that? (laughs) 